expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 56 points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,232 on turnover of 4.4 billion NT. The TIEX lost ground on Thursday as other regional markets ended the day mixed after Wall Street edged lower overnight amid fears higher interest rates will chill global economic activity. Cabinet spokesperson Luo Bingchen says National Police Agency Director General Chen Jiaqing will retire on June 30th. The statement comes after it was confirmed earlier this week that Chen had applied for early retirement. According to the cabinet spokesperson, Premier Su Chang has fully supported Chen's leadership of the agency since 2017 and is sorry to see him retire, but respects his reasons for doing so. Luo says Chen's decision to step down ahead of his scheduled July 2023 retirement was based in part on his desire to leave important personnel decisions to his successor. Taipei has fallen 20 places in the latest Economist World's Most Livable Cities rankings. The drop sees Taipei falling from 33rd to 53rd place in the annual report published by British Weekly Publication. The ranking also includes Taichung with a score of 8290, similar to that of Taipei, but without indicating the city's ranking. The report includes 33 additional cities compared to last year and has been published under a tagline, Life is getting back to normal, if not quite everywhere. The Austrian city of Vienna replaced Auckland as the most livable city, reclaiming the title it had previously held in 2018 and 2019. In international news, India has sent a technical team to Kabul to coordinate the delivery of humanitarian assistance after a destructive earthquake in eastern Afghanistan. India's External Affairs Ministry said the team has been deployed to its embassy in the Afghan capital. The embassy has been vacant since the Taliban took control of Afghanistan in August. The ministry statement Thursday did not give any details about the technical team or any relief material sent to Afghanistan. Meanwhile, the U.S. State Department will pay six-figure sums to Havana Syndrome victims. AP correspondent Mike Gracia reports. The State Department will compensate its staff and their families who are victims of mysterious brain injuries, colloquially known as Havana Syndrome, with six-figure payments. Officials and a congressional aide speaking on condition of anonymity say the payments will be between $100,000 and $200,000 to each person with qualifying injuries. The cases first reported among U.S. Embassy personnel in Cuba in 2016 have spread to nearly 70 countries, and the origin 
origin or cause remains unknown. Injuries have included brain damage, cognitive damage, eyesight, and hearing problems. Only about 20% of the total number of victims are or were employed by the State Department. All others were employed by the CIA or Department of Defense. Mike Gracia, Washington. And the Vatican has released the itinerary for Pope Francis's July 24th to 30th visit to Canada. The publication of the program on Thursday is a sign that he intends to go ahead with the trip, despite knee problems that forced him to cancel a six-day visit to Africa that was also planned for next month. Francis is due to visit Canada to apologize to Indigenous peoples for abuses at Catholic-run residential schools. The 85-year-old Pope has been using a wheelchair for over a month because of strained ligaments in his right knee that have made standing and walking difficult. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.